What is up everyone? This is Alex Selfenikov and today's podcast is going to be on how to close more sales. Now before we get into that, I just want to say that today is an amazing day. It's sunny. It's a Monday and unlike many people, I don't hate Mondays. I actually love Mondays. I look forward to Mondays. The reason for that is because I actually have a refreshed mind. Um, I have a lot more energy. I have a lot more motivation to hit this week hard and to get, get at it and to really do a lot of work. So I love Mondays, just to put that on the record, guys. Um, now, let's get into sales. Okay, topic, how to close more sales. Now, this is literally one of the most important parts of any business because closing more sales means getting more jobs, which in turn means getting more profits, okay? Now, I'm not gonna be sharing um, skills or information that I've learned from um, a course or from some kind of person. Um, I'm not gonna be talking about stuff that maybe like Ty Lopez or whoever you guys listen to um, talks about and tries to sell to you guys. Literally, I'm gonna be talking about experience that I have um, in doing sales and kind of the things I've learned and hopefully a lot of this information is actually gonna help you guys to be able to close more sales in whatever industry you are in. Um, Whether that is construction, whether that is um, some kind of client service or retail or whatever it is, this is gonna help you close more sales, okay? Now, the most important part, number one, that I'm going to talk about is rapport. What does rapport mean? Rapport is building a relationship, a connection, or trust with the customer um, throughout the sale. Now, that starts with um, the very first contact, whenever, if it's calling, if it's through emailing, whatever it is, you want to build rapport. Um, and trust through that process. Now, the biggest part of rapport is going to actually come when you are um, with a person whenever you meet up with a client or the time when you actually interact face-to-face um, if that is part of your business. And in which case, in my business and painting industry, that is a huge portion of the sale. Now, what I do to build rapport is um, I started off with a phone call. Um, if there's any way that I can kind of get the person to talk to me so that I can find something to connect with them, I will. Um, but the bigger portion is when I actually go out and do the estimate, okay? So here's what you guys need to do. When you guys go out there to do the estimate, your mindset should be, the number one goal should be to build trust with the customer, not to sell the product or the service, okay? Forget about that. Forget about trying to make a sale because you need to make ends meet. You're going to sell more when you care more about the customer than you do about money and making money for yourself, okay? So this is huge and this is very important. Everybody needs to understand this, okay? Now, here's how I do it. And I'm going to bring an example of uh, building rapport from today. So when I go out to a customer, Usually the very first thing after we shake hands and meet and greet each other is I will start asking them questions. Now, I'm not like pushing questions on them and trying to find all, all their personal info like their name, email, things like that. No, I'm talking about building trust and a connection. And those kind of questions are going to be questions like, um, how long have you lived here? Where did you guys move from? and things like that and so from those questions I will try to pick something and I'll try to find something I can connect with those questions just lead to the rapport okay so asking these questions such as where have you moved maybe finding out their kind of hobby and if you enjoy that thing boom there is your rapport stick with that Um, 
and build on that because that is going to be where you sell more jobs if you can find something and connect uh, to the customer with on something that is one of the biggest things so today's example um, this man is I went out to this man I was doing an estimate um, he was retired okay and he um, I quickly found out that he had a hobby in um, making uh, making some stuff in a shop okay and I remember that I used to do shop in middle school and I loved doing shop and I remember staying um, after school even to finish projects or do more projects and I remember even after middle school um, I stayed a whole year and I went back to my middle school to my uh, shop teachers um, after school to work on stuff um, I really enjoyed it um, and I, I was working on this great chair and I'm very proud of it um, uh, I think I may have posted it sometime a long long time ago anyway um, I actually enjoyed shop so did this man that I am trying to sell to so I use that as build as a way to build trust and build rapport so with this customer so basically what I do is I expand on it I talk about um, ask him to share info or share details and he was actually really excited to share and the reason is when you find something that both of you guys connect connect on the customer is excited to talk about it who's not um, if you love um, playing football you want to tell people about it you want people to know it's fun you love it same with um, anything else uh, with with a customer they're gonna want to talk to you about whatever their hobby is and if you both have the same hobby boom there's a connection point there's some place where you can build trust with this customer anyway so we ended up talking about that we expanded on it um, and then we got into painting again so when you first thing when you go uh, into uh, into a sale or into an estimate whatever it is for you um, you want to build trust so in my case I paint I do not talk about painting the first uh, portion of my estimate because um, that pa painting itself will not sell you the job. Trust will sell you the job. We can talk about painting a little bit. Again, you don't want to push rapport. Um, you don't want to prolong it. When the customer is the one who says, okay, let's talk about painting now, you've made a mistake. You do not want to push rapport if it's not there. You don't want to prolong rapport if it's if it's going on forever you're not you are the person who is leading you are the person who is a professional so you need to bring it back to your service when the customer is the person who's bringing it back to the service they're getting annoyed they're getting antsy that is when they start maybe disliking you they might not the, the impression you send when the customer has to bring it back to the actual job or what the point of the sale is that's it ruins it and so that's why you want to be the person to bring it back to your uh, job to your service so anyway um, then um, the other thing is so usually I my estimates are scheduled for about 45 minute blocks uh, in this time period I will run the sale I will build trust I'll, uh, with rapport and everything else that I do and um, so, but today's example um, was very interesting because um, I had the scheduled for 45 minutes. The estimate took two and a half hours. Yes, not, yes, two and a half hours. And that's like 
more than two times, like three times maybe, I can't really do math that fast, of um, the amount of time I should spend on a sale. But it doesn't matter because um, that is how you sell. If you, if the customer can see that you're willing to spend extra time with them um, and to take care of them, they're gonna wanna go with you. As opposed to someone who is trying to get in and get out really quickly, then they're gonna think that's how you're gonna do the job. Um, when you, when the customer sees that you're spending time with them um, and you really care about them and you're interested in their life, they're gonna trust you and they're gonna want you to do the service for them. So, at the um, towards the end of the um, estimate, I actually had another chance to build rapport. Um, I very interesting, interestingly enough, I found out that this man um, customer uh, used to do track in high school and college, and so did I. And it was crazy. And I was like, "Well, me too. I did that too." Um, he was like, "What event did you do?" I was like, "Well, I pole vaulted. I didn't really run, but I pole vaulted." Um, and he was like, wow, no way, I vaulted too. And so that was a great connection point because me and him both did the same thing and that was such a good opportunity to build trust. So I built on that, I expanded on it. Um, I was interested in his um, his life and his, uh, I guess his progress or process through the sport. Um, I just asked things and asked questions and you know, just had a good conversation with him. And that's how you build rapport. Um, and again, you don't want to push rapport. You don't if there is no rapport to be built. Um, there is going to be a little bit. Uh, you can try, but you you don't want the customer bringing it back to the service. You're gonna you're supposed to be the one who brings it back, okay? Um, but here's a very important part. So let's say today I had, let's say just for example, if I had three estimates that I had to do. Um, the first one was this customer where I took forever with. Um, however, I felt like this sale probably I wasn't it wasn't a good lead or whatever, and I thought that this one I wouldn't close. And then the last one I had actually better chance of closing. So the first one um, I decided that I'm going to spend less time with, and the last one I decided I'm going to spend more time with to try to close a sale. That is incorrect. Do not do that, people. Do not get into um, that routine of judging the lead or judging the customer, judging the um, customer or the sale prior to actually doing it. I treat every single estimate the same way. Um, if Because what usually happens, what I've noticed is that those uh, sales that I think I'm gonna close usually don't end up closing. The sales I don't think I'm gonna close actually end up do closing. And so what I've learned is that you wanna make sure that you every single estimate that I go to or whatever it is for you, you um, really take care of the customer and, not, and, don't, and don't worry about the sale, the sale will come. So um, I knew that if I had those, let's bring it back to the example, if I had two more other estimates after this one, um, I would still take the time. I saw that I had a good connection point. I would stay there even if I didn't think I was gonna close. I'll, if the customer sees that, He's gonna really, you're gonna create a really good impression. You're gonna build that trust with them, and you can go back and you can you can call your next estimates and re, like schedule a little later. And be like, sorry, I got held up. People are, for the most part, gonna be okay with that. Um, yeah, you're gonna have some who are gonna be kind of pissed or mad, but whatever. Um, if you spent the time at this first one and you actually closed the sale, um, then you won. Um, don't worry about the next one um, because 
if you didn't spend the time with this first one, you wouldn't have closed it. And who knows if you would have closed the second or third one. That's the point. Like, you don't know which sale you're going to close. So why prejudge them? Why um, why are you the one to decide um, where and when to actually take care of the customer, customer, try to build trust with them, you know? So um, that's... That's why you don't. That's why you don't prejudge and you want to build a rapport. Okay, that's it for the for point number one. Point number two is you want to bring the customer perceived value. Perceived value. What does that mean? Perceived value does not necessarily mean that um, you provide a service plus extra stuff to a customer. Let's say a, your competitor comes in, gives a job at fifteen hundred bucks. You come in, you give that job at twenty five hundred bucks. If the customer, if you come in and um, you sell the job at, you try to sell a job at twenty five hundred dollars, and uh, the your competitor comes in and tries to sell a job at fifteen hundred dollars, and both of them to the customer seem like they were offering the same exact thing, but he could save money by going with the cheaper one. He's gonna go with the cheaper one. Um, the difference is, and not. The, the actual job or what you guys are going to be doing. Okay, so again, let's just say the cheaper contractor, um, let's say he comes in and gives you $1,500. Okay, he comes into the estimate, um, he looks at the house really quickly and is like, okay, for me to paint the house, it'll be $1,500. Okay, the customer's like, oh, okay, that sounds good. You come in, you build a rapport, you gain their trust, and then you give him perceived more perceived value than the other job you're going to win so what does perceived value mean then it doesn't mean you're going to paint their house plus wash their deck plus um wash their like driveway plus mow their lawn um or whatever it is i don't know take care of the kids or dogs whatever that's not what i'm saying i'm saying is you come in and you're you show how professional your company is perceived value is your reputation and your brand of your company or your business okay that means you go into the house you don't just take a look at the house and say oh, okay 2500 bucks because the other guy said 1500 bucks and it seems like the same job so he, why would he go why would he spend a thousand bucks more for the same thing when he could take that thousand dollars and go on vacation with his family right so what you do is you come in and you start being very detailed or you gotta again you gotta play this um, being very detailed off the person you gotta match your personality if a person doesn't really care about the details find something um, and on another way where you can show perceived value so but in this example um, giving out details so you go to the house and you're looking at it and you're like okay well this side because um, it gets so much moisture because it's overshadowed by these trees water tends to sit on these boards creating them to rot or creating them to crack or peel or fade or whatever the problem or the issue is on that side and then you show them and you're like okay so this is what happens and this is why here is the recommended um, way to take care of this issue or this problem um, and here this is what we do and this is why we do it okay and then you go around and you address all these issues around the house now because of you doing that you just showed how much more professional how much more detailed you are to the customer alongside with building rapport you are the better contractor okay so that's what perceived value is it doesn't mean um, doing more service uh, for the same amount of money it's given a perceived 
like more basically you're the customer perceives that they're getting more from you at the that's why the price is higher and that's why it's justified at a higher price you might be doing the same exact thing that the other contractors doing but the customer thinks they're getting more bang for their buck okay so that's that's perceived value guys um, so these two things are crucial to closing and selling more jobs or selling and closing more goods or whatever you are in whatever industry you're in so go out there make sure you practice this again this takes practice this is not a one-time change um, but if you implement this right away you will see an increase in your sales um, just make sure that you guys really put effort and you really do care about the customer and that this does not come off as like you're trying too hard or this comes off as you're trying but you're really doing it just to book the sale or book the job and you don't actually care about the customer the customer has to feel the trust and they have to feel a connection with you along with they have to um, really perceive that you're bringing them more value to the table than the other contractors now that's it for those two things um, thank you guys for listening to this podcast um, if you're driving if you're just at night before you're going to bed, I don't know where you guys are listening to this um, but if you are I really thank you um, and I really hope to hear you guys uh, feedback uh, let me know what you guys think maybe other topics um, that you guys think would be great for me to share um, if you want to do a collab or whatever that's awesome I'd really love to do that that'd be fun actually let me know um, and I hope you guys keep listening to our podcast. Uh, find me on any um, really social media platform. I'm there. Uh, check out my other content. I hope something is going to be valuable for you guys. Um, and again, you can find me on, on any platform, usually under Alex Selfetnikov. Um, and yeah, stay tuned, guys, for more podcasts like this. Um, and if you have any other ideas, please let me know. Um, I'm available all the time. Hit me up, whatever. I uh, look forward to hearing from you guys. Uh, Thank you so much for listening and stay tuned and peace out.